Before we get started with today's episode, if you resonate with any of the topics discussed during the podcast, you will love my six-week Set Your Mind to It one-on-one coaching program. This program is designed to give you the support you need to help find your purpose and redirect your life so that you can create the life of your dreams. Head over to my Instagram at Michaela Campbell or click on the link in the show notes to head to my website where you can book in a free one-on-one coaching call to find out more about how I can support you to create your dream life. Hi, and welcome to episode 52 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal tips, experiences, and life advice to help like-minded, ambitious young people set their mind to it and achieve their goals. So welcome back for another episode. This episode, I want to just be a little bit chatty and share just a little bit of what's going on for me at the moment. I've had a lot going on in the past month, I think would be fair to say. I think I said that in the last episode, and then it's been a fair few weeks since the last one was recorded. But I've just moved into my brand new house and I wanted to talk about the reality of achieving your goals. Normally I force myself to kind of sit down in a really positive, upbeat mood because I'm always like I want to hear other podcasts coming from someone in a positive state of mind. I don't want to hear someone complaining and I've just had a conversation with one of my best friends who gave me just the encouragement that I needed to sit down and be a little bit more raw and vulnerable because she pointed out to me that I always sit down and kind of share things from a point of view of having gone through something and having got some insight and clarity on the other side of it. And at the moment, that doesn't feel like where I'm at. I've got a little of different ideas and different topics that I feel like I could talk about. But at the moment, I don't feel like I'm on the other side of anything. Like I feel like I'm just in the midst of the overwhelm and the uncertainty and all of those things and I guess it was showing up as a bit of a block to sitting down and coming onto the podcast because one I did not feel positive I did not feel upbeat still don't really and that makes it hard to sit down when you've got very high expectations of yourself to then produce what you know, I have that perfectionist mindset, so it's all or nothing. It's like I either want to do the best podcast where I sit down, I'm the most chirpy, bubbly, upbeat version of myself, so I'm showing up as the best version of me. That means when I'm not my best version of me, I don't show up, <laughs> which means often there's gaps and therefore there hasn't been an episode for a little while. And I try to give myself compassion for that, but you know, I want to be consistent and I haven't been. So it was a good bit of advice from my friend to say, change your approach a little bit maybe share the raw middle which I guess means being a bit more vulnerable and just having a different approach to it and I thought hey that's a really good idea and I also think it'll be relatable in the sense of I think we hear people sometimes talking about you know success isn't all it's cracked up to be and not claiming to be successful or anything like that but I want to talk about it in the sense of The reality of achieving your goals, so for me, I'll bring it all back to where I'm at now, is we are all kind of sold this idea of get yourself a house. I don't know, like it seems to be that Australian dream, the American dream, whatever you want to call it. Get yourself a house, be a homeowner. Like that is step one of success. Like get yourself a good job, 
then buy yourself a home and then if you're financially savvy invest your money in either you know property or shares but you know set yourself up with the house and that's kind of what I accepted as a good goal and I still think it is an excellent goal I still think having a house excellent investment but I want to talk about the behind the scenes of what actually goes on when you're in the midst of achieving that goal and actually having it come to fruition so I moved into so I've built a brand new house for anyone who hasn't listened to other episodes and I guess I kind of feel like this goal is almost like two parts. There was the initial signing of the contracts, you know, 18 months ago. And that felt like pretty exciting. A bit scary, but it felt exciting, like achieving that goal, being like, yes, I've actually done it. Like I've achieved that. Like I've ticked it off. Like it's in motion. But it feels a bit different now where I'm actually at the point of now having that goal come to fruition and living in the house and having to live in the actual the realization of that goal of having the house and I just kind of am thinking of this whole week from the outside it looks super exciting and I just feel like there's this outside perception of success of like I'm receiving congratulations and I feel like you know, I'm trying to share things on social media. I actually, I really do want to do an episode on social media, but I'm trying to use social media to be more social and to actually show more of my life, not less. I want to be, you know, producing content, not just consuming it. So, you know, sharing a bit of stuff because I, you know, you kind of know that people are going to be excited about moving into a house because that's exciting to a lot of people because it's the typical goal that most people can all agree is exciting to achieve and yes like it is exciting to achieve I don't want to dismiss that but also I don't want to play it up either because I feel like that's why I've been struggling is that like outside perception is that oh my god congratulations like I've been receiving all these congratulations which is beautiful but for me the reality isn't actually feeling super positive it's been quite the opposite and it's been a very overwhelming week and I've probably felt worse this week than I have not no I've had like lots of ups and downs I think we all do but like this week has just been a lot of negative emotion and I think sitting down now like I don't feel like I'm on the other side of that at all so it's hard to sit down and talk about it but I think that it is important to sit down and talk about these kind of things because (laughs) It's something we all go through. We all go through periods of life, I think, where externally it looks like we're doing well, like we have it all together, that you've got it all figured out and that there should be no reason for you to feel negative. But that's not always the case. Sometimes because you've got things together externally doesn't mean that you're going to feel positive because of that. And, you know, I'm a big fan of being able to choose your thoughts and have a bit of control over therefore what feelings you have and experience that's my whole model of like the coaching that I do is working on your mindset and viewing the circumstances neutral and again like don't want to diminish the fact that I'm in a super privileged position to have a house but I think that can be acknowledged and you can still go okay you're in a really good situation that you know other people in other countries would kill for But it doesn't change the reality of the day-to-day and the difficulties that can go along with it and the thoughts and the feelings that you can have to go through and work through 
And that's the thing. It, you can work through it. And this is just very different to me to be sitting down here and saying that I'm still feeling all the negative emotions because I think most people like to be sold that idea of like, yeah, positive emotions, you can get to them. Here's the work to do. And I think what's hard to admit is that it's not as quick and easy as that. It's hard to admit that the negative emotions and the negative thoughts don't necessarily go in a day or, you know, an hour or, you know, one journaling session. And I know that there's probably things I could do to work through it quicker, but I think it's more realistic to sit down and say that it can take going through things for a couple of weeks to come out the other side of it and trying to let that be okay. So I guess in terms of these negative emotions, it's for me, although externally I've achieved my goal of having this house and I managed to buy it on my own at the age of like, brought it at 24, so I'm living in a house, you know, have owning a house at 25, like that's pretty cool. I can see that. I'm aware of that. I feel super grateful for that. But that doesn't negate the fact that there's also been a ton of overwhelm and stress and anxiety that comes along with that. So although externally it's an unreal situation, internally there's been so much going on, so much to do, so much to organize. And that's okay to say that that's hard and that hasn't been enjoyable and it's, I haven't felt good while trying to go through all of that. And I think it's good to get on here and say that, you know, even if I am a mindset coach and promoting being able to control your mindset, it doesn't mean it's going to be instantaneous. And I definitely am feeling that. So I guess the other parts of it that been difficult is that even though I have achieved this goal of owning a house, I'm still questioning myself. So this idea of goal attainment being, you know, equal to feeling satisfaction and fulfillment is definitely not the case because sometimes like, well, I'll tie it back to just this situation because that's what I'm drawing upon is that you can still question, even if you achieve the goal, if it's the goal in the right direction and it might sound silly, might sound hard to understand, but for me, it's this idea that I've taken a step in this direction, which society and most people all smile upon and think that's excellent. That's a great step that's going to be in your favor. But the reality of it has meant that I've had to uproot my life. I've moved in over an hour away from where I work, from where I was doing everything, from where all my friends are, from my gym, my routine. And I'm someone who's purposefully set up my routine to support me to include things that make me feel good and it was a comfort zone of sorts and so I thought that moving and I have another idea for the podcast episode after this that I won't try and overlap it too much but having this idea of going out of my comfort zone going into the discomfort which is something I want to lean into because I know that's where growth occurs, it doesn't mean that it feels good. And I feel like a lot of the time with goals, often, if we set them big enough and uncomfortable enough, or like far enough away from us that they're a little bit of a stretch, then getting there can be uncomfortable, which means that even externally, people might be like clapping you on the back when you get there. Internally, you're just not going to feel good about it. 
because it's hard it's an adjustment period like there's this change you've got to adjust to or a period of uncertainty or unknown that you've got to go through like for me in order to get this house I've had to change my whole living situation which comes with a ton of uncertainty and unknown and I'm sure in a couple of weeks I'll be feeling really settled in which is probably when I would have liked to have done this episode because it would have been easy to be like hey here's an episode on achieving your goals and the highs and lows of it but instead you're getting the here's the reality of going through the actual attainment of this goal Um, and at the moment that means not knowing things and I've spoken about this before but there's six human needs and one is the need for certainty and one is the need for uncertainty or like spontaneity and it's about having bits of both but we're all going to have preferences for um, which one we like more of and I definitely enjoy a bigger element of certainty and then adding the spontaneity on top of the things that I know um, make me feel good and so having that certainty with work and a gym routine and like even just being able to eat well and get good like sleep routine like all of it plays a massive factor into me having those good foundations to then add in spontaneity and adventure and all those kind of fun things that I like to do so when I remove that element of and it might sound trivial to some people like I know when I was discussing making the move up to this house you know oh but there's not going to be a gym that I like my gym's not up there what am I going to do to some people that was a completely trivial consideration they're like you can't use the gym to influence your decision or on whether or not to move up there but for me knowing myself and my needs and the preference for what's important to me having that certainty on my gym routine and structure and just that routine of like doing it in the morning and being able to get to work like all those little things yes they're minor but they all play into the uncertainty of a situation and therefore the discomfort and therefore the challenges that come with it and so although it might not seem like a lot from the outside it might be like oh yeah you've just changed area so like there'll be a few things you have to change internally it's felt horrendous (laughs) like really really crap because some people might be really really happy with that ebb and flow of uncertainty but it depends on the type of person you are and for me I know that's not something I'm as comfortable with and that's okay like we don't have to all be super okay with oh let's just go with the flow because I know I have an element of me that loves that like when it's put in the context of holidaying and adventuring and I can control aspects of it or I know that I do have a routine to go back to but when your whole routine and I'm gonna say my whole routine has been pulled out from under me I'm the one that's pulled it out from under me so I can take full responsibility for that it doesn't make it any less difficult though so that's something that I definitely try and work on is you can take responsibility for your situations but they can still be hard and you can still struggle and so it's this kind of contradicting ideas of take responsibility for your situations don't be a victim but also still accept and allow it to be hard and so I've been having this battle with okay it should be telling myself that I should be able to uh cope with this situation and I'm even just catching myself out then like saying I should be able to deal with it (laughs) because those words should be and have to like they just don't support you because you're arguing with what is 
so yeah it's been just a journey (laughs) it's been challenging and I know it'll be easier next week and the week after but I just thought it would be insightful to share the challenges that have come with something that most would view as a positive circumstance because I speak about this all the time there's this model of you have your circumstance which is neutral and then you have a thought and then a feeling and then an action and a result after that I think a lot of people in life would agree that buying a house is a positive circumstance but it's really a neutral circumstance and it's the thought that we have about it and in this instance it's still a neutral circumstance of having to buy a house and or having brought a house and then moving into said house but it's the thought about it and all the things that go along with it that can then be positive or negative and I always like to emphasize this and it's just a matter of sometimes reminding myself of it is it's okay to have those negative thoughts and to let them be and so I've just been trying to practice that but the result of that has been even though I've been theoretically telling myself it's okay to have negative thoughts I haven't actually been practicing the things that I would need to like having idle time to actually have that negative thought and to actually feel the negative emotion and so instead I've been using my techniques that I have learned throughout life to buffer and numb the negative emotions so that's meant food um, scrolling social media eating chocolate a little bit of alcohol as well bit of like not barely the tiniest bit of like Netflix but just there's been no idle time where I've actually just sat with my thoughts and feelings and so I could feel it building up and building up and building up so even though I know things that I could do to work through these kind of emotions doesn't always mean they get implemented straight away sometimes we have to get to a breaking point or a boiling point where we go okay I've got to do something and so for me I was feeling super out of balance and just neglecting parts of my life so that was adding to like this uncertainty of normally I have a good structure and routine of food and fueling my body and then that was out the window because I was using that as a coping mechanism and then staying up late because I was scrolling on social media so then all of a sudden you lose your foundation of good sleep and so you can kind of see how these things snowball and then you just end up in this like pit of like negative emotion And I am fortunate enough to know people that can help me and pull me out of these kind of moments and know that these are steps that work well for me. So today I was feeling pretty low yesterday and then feeling probably even lower today and spent like last night and this morning watching Netflix and then just noticed that my mood was even lower and was still eating like chocolate. I was like, I need to just talk to someone connect because honestly connecting and Brene Brown talks about having um shining the light on shame is that you can't she phrased it like a shame storm shame loves to hide in the shadows is kind of she has a specific way of phrasing it but the best thing you can do is when you're feeling shame is to talk to someone about it and so I was feeling shame that I was and I didn't even couldn't even admit this at the start of talking to my friend it was only really towards the end of the conversation that I was able to bring myself to say it and it like made me like 
want to tear up that's how much I was like repressing even admitting that I was like struggling with something that I was telling myself I should have the tools to go through and cope with but the fact was I wasn't I needed a little bit more of support a little bit of external kind of perspective and input and that's so okay and I know that and that's why I do reach out to people in these situations and I know who I can reach out to for certain situations and so in this situation I did reach out and had a very long chat and it was just what I needed but it's hard because it requires that element of vulnerability to say I'm actually having a shit time of it when to others that's why you've got to figure out this there's not going to be a conversation you can have with everyone again Brene Brown talks about with trust and having to have that element of trust and that trust is not like this marble jar analogy that you've got to build up trust like putting marbles into the jar over time so those people that have earned your trust and earned the right to hear your story are then the ones that you can be vulnerable with and share your shame because you don't want to share it with the wrong people that will make it implode and make it worse you've really got to pick people that have earned the right to hear your story and I've got a few people that I know I can go to in these times for you know you pick for the right situation like it's not always going to be the same person for everything but just having that person to go to to honestly say that hey this is what's going on I'm feeling this way these are the thoughts I'm thinking and then I was able to have insights that I didn't even realize that I was feeling anxious about certain things like really beating myself up over not eating well or wanting to you know or having had a few days off gym like all these things that I didn't even realize that I thought I was just feeling a bit uncertain and a little bit out of balance but there was so much more that I couldn't just see on my own and this is why it all really comes back to like yes I have a framework that I know I can work myself through or if I'm coaching someone I can work them through it or I can give it to them and they can work themselves through it but it's a whole nother level when you can get someone else's perspective to have their insight objectively or maybe like have their subjective opinion on it of what's going on because they're going to pick up on things that you might not be able to see from your lens of the world so they might be able to knowing you well enough chat to you and give you that external perspective and that advice you can't or not even advice but really just like reflect a mirror back to you but from a different angle than what you can see yourself so I think it's really useful to have someone that you can go to and talk to about it and that's what worked for me and that's what I do in coaching I guess as well is that we can still use the exact same framework the same model but we can't always do it on our own like we're not designed to be solo creatures we are designed to be around others and there's a reason for that and the smartest thing to do is utilize that to our advantage and I know I felt the biggest weight off my shoulders it wasn't even my shoulders like I've spoken before about like identifying where you're feeling a feeling and my chest felt lighter and more open like as soon as I admitted what I was struggling with and what I was feeling and it made a big difference in like the fact I'm able to sit down and do this podcast episode and it's strange maybe to say it but like I could already feel less of an urge to like go and just eat my feelings like I was really struggling with that um so being able to go ah, the weight of shame 
that I'm feeling this way and that I'm struggling with these things and I'm just not feeling good just by having someone shine the light on it makes it less heavy of a burden to carry it doesn't mean that it's not there but just means that you've shone the light on it like I got perspective and just feel like a lot lighter and that's not to say that tomorrow I won't feel heavy again and that there won't be a new set of overwhelm a new lot of anxiety and stress to confront and work through but it's just the same thing again I know that I can reach out to people and talk to people and that maybe I do need to just take a bit more time to slow down and actually have a look at what I'm thinking and feeling take my own advice but I definitely in this situation had not been practicing what I preach and I think that's kind of hard to get on here and say that I have the tools and I probably wasn't implementing them as well as I wanted to but I think we all sometimes theoretically know what we should do and it's one thing to know it and it's another thing to actually follow through with that. The other part that I want to speak about as well in this episode is that in addition to feeling negative despite externally looking like I've achieved my goal and therefore it should be exciting, I should be feeling positive emotions and you know having that facade, I also feel like there's another component that I'm experiencing in terms of the reality of achieving my goals is that And this might be something to do with not being mindful and present, but there's a massive part of with achieving your goals. If you're listening to this, you're ambitious, you're motivated, you're driven, you have an element of success to your life that you're striving towards and wanting to improve. And for me, I know all of the above apply and that achieving one goal honestly just has meant that I'm already looking for the next thing and it's definitely something that I've heard people speak about before and that I know again like theoretically these things are all well and good to know that I need to stop and enjoy and celebrate the moment but if you're the type of person who is listening to this who's driven has that drive for more wants to be successful you're ambitious once you get to the goal you're already going to be brain ticking over 100 miles an hour to the next thing for me I'm not really savoring the moment which is sad in a sense but it's just the reality of it and again I'm not going to try and sugarcoat this to say oh yeah I'm just the things that you should do are to sit and savor it because that would make sense yes theoretically I know that I'm not doing it though my dog's just climbed onto my lap (laughs) but 
I know that theoretically I should celebrate and enjoy it, but that isn't, it's easier said than done. And I'm the type of person who's like, okay, yes, I am appreciating it. I'm grateful for it. It's amazing. It's exciting. But what's next? Like, that's just my brain. Uh, It'd be nice if it wasn't. (laughs) It'd be nice if I could just be like, yeah, that's it. I have done it. Like, heck yeah. (laughs) Like, and just really embrace and celebrate that. Like, of course I want to do that. That'd be so good. But my brain is just wired to be future or I'm, it is wired. I, that's the way I think. I'm future focused and driven and I want the next thing. I'm hungry for it and I want to set myself up well. And so I'm not really feeling that fulfillment and satisfaction of the current goal because I'm already on to the next. And I'm sure anyone that's achieved a goal can resonate with this because I was listening to a podcast. Um, can't remember the exact names, but it was someone who she'd made millions and millions of dollars started off on like social media as an influencer and when she hit her first milestone income or business target of like a million dollars or something she was already on to the next okay like when's the next like 10 million or whatever and it's just uh, if you're someone who's that way built driven wide you'll just be looking for the next thing so I find that's the reality of it is that when you do achieve it it doesn't feel as good as you think. Like I honestly think the lead up to working towards it and like getting really close to it was more exciting and felt probably better than like when you actually get there because in your mind, you've already worked so hard to get to that point that once you start to have it within grasping reach, you've already kind of gone, yeah, I've got it. And you kind of release that pressure. You've gone like, yep, it's in reach. It's going to happen. Once you get to that point of it's going to happen, you go to the next you just keep on going like okay and now what now what now what and that's just the reality of it so externally it looks amazing people are going to be congratulating you and cheering you on but internally it's like oh I'm already on to the next thing thank you but next (laughs) which is sad but true and then I think that this also feeds into I've jotted just a few points down here but There's this pressure, and I think it's self-inflicted, but it's a pressure to maintain this status of being someone who's successful and ambitious. And this is an identity thing, because for me, I identify as someone who is ambitious and motivated, and I want to be successful. That's for like many a reason, but I feel that pressure of if I start to achieve one goal, then I have to keep on doing more, which sounds... A little crazy to say out loud but it's this idea of okay for me my goal that I have achieved that got the pat on the back was buying a house okay if I did that at 24 25 what's next like I've got to be able to keep it up like maintaining that status of okay you've done one good thing now what and that's a narrative that's in my own head but that doesn't mean that it's not there it'd be well and all well and good to say I'll just ignore that like other people aren't thinking oh what's she gonna do next it's a self-inflicted pressure of okay you've done one thing now what and again it's got to do with being that identity of like motivated driven ambitious which I think are all excellent qualities and traits because they're gonna mean contribution and coming up with things to yeah contribute to the world 
And that is a beautiful, amazing thing. And like, I wouldn't trade those traits, but it just means the reality is that there is a self-inflicted pressure to go on to the next thing. And then I just had dotted down that this all just results in disconnect. But I think that comes back to my first point of that when you're trying to maintain this uh, facade for society of being successful, then you feel disconnected. And I found it really hard to even mention to my friend today, who's like my best friend, to even mention to her that I was even feeling some kind of negative way. And I know I can tell her anything and there would be no judgment, but that's not to say that it doesn't feed into this whole idea of disconnect because we feel that we shouldn't feel negative in a positive or perceived positive situation by a majority of society so again like coming back to that idea that yes a circumstance is neutral but a lot of people would agree that being in a position where you can buy a house is a privileged positive position and I would agree with that but doesn't change the fact that the reality of it can be different that you can feel different emotions during it that there can be challenges and things that are negative that come up but you don't feel that you should share them because you feel that it might be a bit entitled to be feeling negative in a perceived positive situation so it makes you feel ashamed and therefore you disconnect and you don't want to talk up and tell even your closest friends who you know you can trust and so it's a really tricky situation that therefore leaves you feeling disconnected which then contributes to all of the other feelings that might be already negative and then they spiral and snowball so for me it did really help to speak to someone because they were just snowballing and I was just feeling more and more disconnected and that's another reason why I just sat my butt down and recorded this podcast episode one because my friend encouraged me to which I needed that push but two as a way to connect because shining that light on the shame of admitting that it isn't all like sunshine and roses that there's a little bit of difficulty despite it being a massively positive uh, privileged position to be in there are still negative emotions because that's life like it's not always just black and white it's not always a good or a bad situation and I think like that's even just a little insight for me now just saying that like it doesn't have to be all good (laughs) like when is life ever all good or ever all bad it's never one or the other it's always going to be a bit of both and I think that's just probably (laughs) the biggest takeaway for this episode really is like the reality of achieving your goals is it isn't going to be all black or white all good or bad there will be mixed emotions there'll be mixed experiences and that's just the part of the journey and I think I just wanted to share my little snippet of it and maybe you'll relate I hope you do I hope it helps I hope if you're going through anything remotely or vaguely similar that this makes you feel less alone because I know I was feeling really alone and disconnected and it sucks it really does so talk to someone that's the one thing that I really took from this um I remember saying to my friend on the phone I was like I like to share advice like I don't want to be coming from a whingy complainy place I want to provide value and that's all the value I've got for this one (laughs) and I literally didn't uh intend to come on here with our advice and tips and experiences of how I figured it out it's more just a story time but talking to someone was definitely the key for me uh in having a little bit of light 
<laughs> at the end of the tunnel, you know. So chat to someone and if you want someone to help coach you through these kind of topics, issues, life experiences, circumstances, that is what my coaching is for. We use a model, we go through a circumstance, apply it and look at it through the lens of your thoughts and your feelings, actions and results um, and put that into practice each week with a focus on thoughts in week two and feelings in week three and we do a bit of goal setting and vision work in the first week and then apply a bit more in the last like two weeks of the program but if that's something you're interested in I'll put the link in the show notes as always you can reach out and find me on Instagram at Michaela Campbell always 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 love to hear from anyone if you want someone because if there's one thing I take away from this is that we need someone to talk to it can be a coach it can be a friend but we need someone so if you want a coach to be that person for you just reach out to me but I will chat to you guys for next week's episode I'll chat to you then